Ahoy. Hi. I'm Evan. I'm Addie. And you are listening to the Speaking English podcast. Today's episode 78 in part two of our part two of our second movie reports, our, our nightmare edition of movie reports. And uh, so, yeah, last week we each picked our own movie to watch for our own reasons and uh, talked about it reported it to the class and uh this week we did the switcheroo and we watched the movie that the other person picked so we can talk about them having seen both did you watch nightmare alley yes i did okay cool just making sure <laughs> i know it's been a busy week for both of us this week. But, yeah totally <laughs> yeah which let's talk about for a second what have you been up to this week okay my week has been so crazy <laughs> And long and honestly bad. Like it just kind of felt like one of those weeks for me where I kept making mistakes that like made my life harder for myself. You know, like it was just kind of a bad week where things kept going wrong, but I can't even like be mad at anybody but me. Like it was just all my fault. Oh, it sucked so much. Like I just felt like I could not catch a break. Um, But it's been a really good weekend. We're filming this on a Sunday, which is like unusual for us, but the weekend is like pretty much over now. And the weekend has been like my saving grace of this week. Like, even though it was an awful week, I had a really good weekend because I went and saw Sarah's art show and I'm so proud of her. It was in Denver. She did so well. And it was that uh, just totally like made my whole week for me. Oh, that's so nice. I'm so, so bummed because I'm not going to be able to make it to that. It I, ends, it yeah, ends the I, day before I come back. Oh, I'm so sad. It is so sad. I need to call her and talk to her, but because okay, I yeah, I think that'd be that. a good idea. There's so many, but yeah, she did to- great. Oh, that's so nice. I'm, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. My week has been also crazy, but in a very fun way. Is my birthday yesterday? I'm Yay! Big- happy birthday! Hey, thank you. I'm the big <laughs> 21 now, the 21, and which is hilarious because for the first time since I've been here today, someone asked me for my ID. Whoa! Which just doesn't really happen here, anyways. Yeah, it was a weird place. It was it was a restaurant, but it was someone's house, and we just went there for drinks before the real meal tonight. It was very odd i was like i'm 21 like it's not even it doesn't even matter that i'm 21 because it's 18 but still i'm like i can can say that now and there's it's important because it was the first time i said that i was 21 that's fun nice congrats that's so exciting yeah it is is, it's that blast i went to uh pilsen yesterday um, which mm-hmm. is a town about, it was an hour bus ride away. I met my aunt and uncle there and we had a grand old time. Good. That's awesome. It was very fun. Yeah. And we went to a museum there and it was, it was, it wasn't an English friendly museum. Everything was in Czech and they know one knew English, but it was still fun because the stuff there was cool. Good. I'm um, glad. And we did lots of other stuff. Um, in, the, the most interesting, maybe not the most interesting, but another thing I want to mention is that there was um, a cafe in the city center called Cafe Fellini after Federico Fellini. Mm-hmm. And, it, cause it, and it was obviously him because they had his picture up there. 
And then I was like, this is so intriguing. He is like my favorite. It's so odd mm-hmm. that there's a restaurant themed after him in the middle of the Czech Republic. Um, and then, so we asked the waitress and she's like, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. We, uh, we do Italian coffee. That's the best guest that I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And it was, it was cool, but it was also like, it, just weird like why <laughs> i'm still yeah there's gotta, there's gotta be a, like a real story about that that i need to find right. out because i'm so curious about it yeah i'm curious too if you find out please share the story yeah maybe i will um a lot <laughs> of other stuff going on yeah, i did my pitch the night before um for my movie here which went you know fairly well we didn't get Good. red lighted we got Lots of uh, suggestions about why cool. what we could do better, but oh, I think overall it was a positive. So that's I was worried about that all last week. Okay. Oh no, I'm glad it went well. It turned out all right. Good. Yeah. Um, lots of other stuff has been going on. Like just this weekend alone has had enough stuff going on to fill like. You know, during COVID, like three weeks of content, you know, right? A lot of crazy stuff going on, which is really nice because that hasn't it hasn't felt like that since I've been here until now with everything going on, mm. which is cool. It's yeah. fun not Good. like being on on edge, like on your toes, I guess. Yeah, I almost missed the bus to Pilsen. I had to uh, go up to the driver and bang on the, the doors, like oh, no. graduate. <laughs> Not actually, but he definitely had closed the door. And I ran up. I'm like, please, and he let me out. It worked out. <laughs> I made it. Exciting. It was fun. It was fun. It worked out. It was Good. a birthday miracle. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I have like other stuff that I could talk about, but uh, we got we got to move. We got to have the forward momentum today. We got to yeah. keep moving. Keep on our toes. I agree. We gotta. We gotta go. <laughs> um all right so which do you want to talk about first which movie no preference do you care um i don't care either all right i guess nightmare let's do nightmare it was, all uh, right so good what did you think of it <laughs> i loved it i'm so yeah. glad that you made me watch this movie i never would have watched it without your suggestion i probably never would have even heard of it and i yeah. loved it like it was just so the kind of vibe that I like in a movie. <laughs> I did really appreciate that there was tarot cards in it. I know that you said that I would last week and I really did. I just love the whole, I love like a carnival atmosphere. I love that it was just like vaguely eerie and supernatural and stuff, but like not really like I love mm-hmm. a, a concept like that. That's just like kind of in between. Um, and I also really just like love a story arc that kind of like follows a person like bringing about their own downfall kind of you know what i mean like i like i like mm-hmm. like the classic story of just like flying too close to the sun i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> what happens here i just like i always Icarus. think that that's really interesting to watch yeah exactly <laughs> like that is a story that's been kind of done and redone in different ways a million times but it never really gets old to me i just i like to watch that kind of thing i think it's really interesting yeah did you um I guess the, the biggest question the most interested I am about what you have what you thought about it was uh how you felt about the main character, Stanton, I just Tyrone Power. Um 
it, it's fun because he's like vaguely relatable. Like you're like uh, yeah. sympathetic, even though like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Like at no point in the movie did I really like hate him or like want him to suffer or anything, even though he was just not making great choices, I guess. But <laughs> but yeah, that's what makes it so compelling, you know. Like I was just kind of engaged in his life and his story the whole time. Yeah. It's like you want to be on his side, you know? Yeah, but he makes it hard for you. Yeah. It's it's like <laughs> a really interesting character. And I thought I found like the most drawn to that, you know, that mm-hmm. he really is good to his wife for the most part. You see, like, and this is like, a little i guess a spoiler but like when he was talking to the psychologist lady i'm Mm -hmm. really glad there was not like a romance angle there as much Mm. because i thought it was going to go in that direction and i was really happy that it did because they usually they usually go for that yeah that makes sense that's what i was expecting but it ended up not happening um yeah now i'm really excited to see the new nightmare alley that's coming out um Mm -hmm. Just because of, of like how eerie the atmosphere is, I feel like that could be done even better, like in modern times, I guess. Um, so I'm really excited to see how that goes. Yeah, I think because I did you watch the trailer for it or the teaser or whatever? No. Oh, okay, because mm-hmm. it's interesting. I think you know, especially Guillermo del Toro can do uh, mm-hmm. some really cool stuff with it, and I think it would, it'll be interesting. Except that yeah. like Bradley Cooper's the lead. <laughs> so That's so funny to me. How much you don't like that? <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. This feels weird to me. He's no Tyrone yeah. Power. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I do have to agree. But who knows how it'll go? I'm. I'm really looking all forward the, to all it. All the other castings are really cool. Um, Rooney Mara is mm-hmm. the what's in it? I don't remember. Her name. It's been so long since I've seen Nightmare Alley at this point. Mm-hmm. The, the girl that he ends up marrying, I think, gonna be played by Rudy Mara. Molly, I think. Sounds right to me. Yeah. I think it's. Molly. I guess you're I not the best with the movie names either. No, I'm horrible about that. <laughs> um, Rudy Mara of speaking English fame. When we watched her eat the apple pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking English fame. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, the other thing that was kind of weird for me with just watching this movie like at this time was I, i'll talk about this in our wrap-up but i read a book this month called geek love which is also set in a carnival and is about a, a circus geek like a person who eats live chickens the way that mm-hmm. they do in this movie geek, yeah. and i had like never known that term until i read this book this month and i just i was like it's just one of those things where once you hear it one time, it comes up mm. all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So it's kind of funny, like watching a story that that involves the geek as well. And I was like, "Whoa!" I just read that book. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah, I mean, like, because I, when I watched it, I didn't know what that like I I did, but I was like, I hadn't really heard that before either. Yeah. But and that's well, that's the thing I was talking about. If I recall correctly, last episode I was saying the the connection that they draw through the trailer is between is like is he man or is he beast you know and it's like <laughs> the, it's, it's about the, the stanton yeah so i think it's interesting I and mean, it could be like an interesting angle on it 
Um, but yeah, it's just a fun movie and it takes you like it, it, it feels very complete, I guess. I agree. I nice. really, really liked it quite a bit. Excellent. I'd probably give it a nine out of 10. Excellent. Which I think is my same rating for Nightmare on Elm Street. It so. was, yeah. And my rating for both of those was an eight, actually. Nice. Which we'll get to. Okay, well, let's talk about what you thought about Nightmare on Elm Street then. Yeah. Well, I don't want to leave the other one behind quite yet. There's another thing I was going to ask. Oh, okay. Um, the, the scene that stood out to me the most was when he's convincing the guy in like he's in the garden he like makes him see the the lost love or whatever that was Mm -hmm. my favorite scene in that whole movie because it's like the breaking point of the wife finally being like you know i'll do anything for you but i can't do this and it was just yeah that's what kind of causes it i just loved that scene like the imagery of it too it was just so cool yeah, I totally agree. I'm glad you mentioned that. The imagery of the whole movie was so cool. I was kind of um, like trying to read some reviews a little while after I watched it. And when I looked it up, I saw that like lots of people have searched for the, like the tarot deck from this movie because like they want to own it because it's just so beautiful. And I just like really agree. Like all of the imagery of this movie is really cool. And like the tarot deck just kind of complements it so well like the art style of the tarot i don't know i just thought it was really cool yeah and it's and like they use the promotional image of like the hanged man for a lot of stuff in this movie Mm -hmm. i think it was really cool i agree it's like a very connection like i think uh criterion did a blu-ray release and it had that artwork for the cover of it Mm -hmm. yeah it was really cool it's so cool. I really hope that they keep that like element of it in the remake because mm-hmm. I just think that that really adds something so special. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad you liked it. I had a blast with that one too. Um, I'm really glad I liked it too. Now I really want to watch more um, noirs. So noir, yeah. Yeah. I'm gradually working my way through like the canon of like the most important, but I have some recommendations that we can uh, delve into in the later episodes of this fun. Okay, sounds great. Because I love awesome. them. I think it's so interesting because it was like a time in Hollywood where you know you're watching these Hollywood movies that aren't afraid to not have happy endings and be a little darker. Mm-hmm. Which is just so interesting mm-hmm. to me because they're all most often like the kind of lower budget ones too. And it was mm-hmm. just a very interesting like it, it it's kind of like the only time, maybe not the only only time or the only thing, but it's just a, a very like prominent point in Hollywood history where a lot of them were being made, but they were very against the grain of what you would consider a typical Hollywood studio movie, which I just think is okay. so interesting. And like, I love a mm-hmm. lot of them because like, it's, it's just different from what else you would get. And it was cool that mm-hmm. they were like one of the biggest things that the studios were doing for like a little while, you know, like, like a good, maybe, you know, seven to 10 year period there at the mid to end of the forties into the early fifties. And that's just so cool. I love all. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Yeah. Okay. So the nightmare or a nightmare on Elm street, this movie was, uh, I honestly don't know how I feel about it. So I know that I didn't, I, I know that I didn't dislike it. 
I think I liked it, but did I did I did I like it? You know, and I'm still, <laughs> I I still don't know where I stand on that question. I said I ended up giving it an eight. I'm very on the fence between a seven and an eight, but uh, mm-hmm. I think it's cool the stuff that they went for. If not, like that's 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 what made me say like, oh, I'll give it this. That is forgetting because it's really interesting the way that the way that this ended. You know, I remember last week you said that um, it all like fits together and it wraps up real nice. And I think you were probably trying to say something different. Like what I understood that to mean, I don't agree with, but I'm sure you know oh. <laughs> something different by it. But like, I have so many questions you know, at the end of this movie. Yeah, for me, what I was referring to when I said that was kind of the like origin that they came up with for Freddy Krueger and uh, kind of like what his goal is in haunting this specific street like to me like it, it would have been enough to just not really have a backstory for him he's just because he's just like a guy in nightmares like I don't know they didn't really have to explain that but they okay. did and I really liked the explanation of it and I, I don't know to me that just kind of added something it made it feel like a more complete story for him just like as, as like a character arc i guess yeah, almost yeah. I, I kind of but the last scene does leave things extremely open-ended <laughs> <laughs> well you know and it's it's really interesting because it gets to a point where it's like you don't know so you know watching it it's like you're trying to like point out what's a dream and what's reality and for mm-hmm. a while like those distinctions are made pretty clear but like leading mm-hmm. up to the climax of the movie you don't know like any point where you you take the character who's only in a dream and put him into the reality, you know, you can't fully trust it. So like that whole time yeah. I was like very skeptical. And there's a weird thing that the dad just shows up finally and he's just like cool with it. He's like, huh, okay. Yeah. And like from that point on, it's like it's like you have no idea what's what's like hap- like really happening and what's in the dream. Which I think I is know. really cool. Me too. Because like that's how like Twin Peaks is. I don't know if like David Lynch type oh. stuff. It's mm-hmm. a lot of like about kind of twin like the not the original run, but like the movie and then the limited series that came out, you know, in the last like in 2017 or whatever. Um there's a lot of that kind of stuff. And I, I think that's really interesting. There's just a little bit like weird compared to what the movie does beforehand. There's just it's a lot. Yeah. It's like it's kind of a sloppy movie, but I also like think I like it for that at the same time, you know. Because mm-hmm. like, it's yeah, personally, I love that. I love, know? yeah, I love the whole kind of second half sequence where you just keep kind of going back and forth on what you think is real and what you think is a dream, and you don't really know. I thought that that was great, but I guess I do agree that maybe it would have been better if the whole movie felt like that. And if it, that like confusion didn't just kind of come about so abruptly, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I liked it for what it was. Yeah, no, I think I liked it too. It's, it's just interesting. It was, it's um, it felt very fresh, I guess, which is like what you talked about. Like it's important for these reasons, you know, and for mm-hmm. and like everyone should watch it. Which you know, I think it's really true because the I mean, the concept is great. It's very interesting, and uh, they have lots of fun with it they do i love that (laughs) (laughs) the only other thing that was like really weird to me was the way that um you know you really got into like the thing of like being in the dreams and trying to escape in like kind of the first half of the movie 
but at a certain point mm-hmm. it turned into like mostly in the real world just being like don't fall asleep or else you you will die it wasn't like mm-hmm. it's just like it's like real it's more just like if you fall asleep it's over for you and then yeah. by the end they were like okay well what if you can go to sleep and like fight back and it was cool but it was like a weird thing where a lot of it was in the dreams at the beginning which i really loved and then it turned mm-hmm. hard into like what's going on in the real world for a little bit yeah to the ending and the ending just went threw it all against the wall and just went crazy with it which i really loved yeah yeah no i honestly yeah honestly i would describe it as like a little bit sloppy like kind of all over the place but i liked it for that <laughs> you <funny>. know <laughs> which is like, yeah. oh, but like and by that it's like it's different from the fact that it's like a little cheesy a little corny which mm-hmm. is also just really fun but like it's a different thing you know like it's it's more in like yeah. how the the dream logic works or whatever which is just so fun because it's mm-hmm. interesting because you know david lynch at this point was already doing his own weird type stuff but i don't think mm-hmm. he really crossed over into the mainstream appeal that he has today until after this and it's very interesting mm-hmm. that he turned more into like i think like specifically with twin peaks was like the start of that and then he started getting like crazy and crazy when he would put out these studios would let him do more and more crazy stuff um nice. but it's very interesting that it, it seemed like it seemed like this kind of opened the door for like more mainstream success of like these, these kind of ideas which i think is oh really interesting um, yeah and like i don't know like how much of that is like real that's just like my impression of it it's like this is like a primer mm-hmm. for more kind of dreamy type stuff because it takes like the fun 80s slasher movie and is like what if it's all in your head and you don't know what's actually going on which i think is really cool i totally agree i'm so glad that you said all that it is sloppy and it is corny and like cheesy and funny and like that those are hallmarks of an 80s slasher like an 80s slasher cannot take itself too seriously and i think that this movie like finds a really good balance of that where it is like something so new and honestly like genuinely scary but it's still like very fun and kind of silly and kind of doesn't make that much sense (laughs) a lot of the time yeah well the other Wes Craven the only other Wes Craven movie I've seen was Scream which is like Mm. also very kind of silly and funny I don't know (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) like it's it's very kind of like and that one was interesting because it did a lot of things about like turning the lens and self-referential and that sort of stuff with like lots of references mm-hmm. to this movie because you know that's probably his most iconic movie other than oh totally Scream, yeah you know yeah um, yeah so it was really cool to see that it's like i don't know just it's very fun and it's it uh yeah and it wasn't scary really Mm-hmm. compared to like so like because i remember around this time last year we watched the uh texas chainsaw massacre and to mm-hmm. me that movie was genuinely scary i loved it like it was it was uh like it got like that movie like really got to me actually me too yeah that movie freaked me out which i think is like interesting because it's the contrast is like is like interesting to me because that was like is 10 years earlier and it was kind of like what helped make slashers be a thing you know? mm-hmm. 
but it's so mm-hmm. much more like uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just very interesting, like the little similarities and differences. Although this movie like grossed me out in a couple ways, but like in a different type of way. Like when mm-hmm. the dream sequence when the 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 dead girl I forgot her name has a like a centipede crawl out of her mouth. I just think those bugs are really gross. So I was like, <laughs> that was gross. Also, the scene where she is just getting slashed to death in oh, her dream, yeah. but in real life is like slammed against the wall and up on the ceiling. I thought that was pretty freaky. That to me was the scariest scene. I agree, actually. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty freaky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I love this movie for what it is as an 80s slasher. But also I keep saying I want somebody to remake it because I, I think that the concept could still hold up as a more like serious movie and mm. could be done, could be done really, really well in like a modern time with like even more like special effect dream imagery stuff, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I think so too. Um, but I do, I would say that the stuff in this movie with... Um, the changes of settings being in a dream mm-hmm. is so cool. Like there, she goes into the basement and turns into like this thing. Cause like, that's how dreams are. And I think that's so cool. The yeah. Way they did that. And like, that worked really mm-hmm. well. Cause like, um, you know, I guess like, I just keep like thinking about like David Lynch type stuff, but mm-hmm. in David Lynch movies, it's not like that as much. It's more just like weird inconsistencies of what you're seeing happen like the subtle mm-hmm. ways where it like it makes sense where you go into the basement and then you it just like keeps going and you fall from there and then you're back like above ground and like the way that worked felt really like that was my favorite like the most interesting part of like the dream sequences to me was like mm-hmm. how that all worked and it felt like very seamless mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i really agree i was impressed by it yeah i uh the the one thing though is i don't I think the Freddy Krueger character was, uh, I don't know. He, I couldn't tell if he was scary or just kind of silly. <laughs> That's you know? funny. I he think... does wear that like goofy hat. He has such like a funny outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but like also he just, but, yeah, no, I felt the silly. same way. Like, yeah. At the, at the beginning I was like, this is just like a silly, like nightmare, like, boogeyman type of guy and that makes this movie so funny to me uh-huh. but then when they give him this whole backstory as being like, like a real is... dude yeah but yeah that like the town like like a real like predator that the town came together as the community to murder <laughs> to burn alive i was like that's so good yeah. that just really added something to it for me <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's just, well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a little bit of a disconnect by the fact that this guy is just like a silly, kind of goofy guy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he, like, he's such a despicable, like awful, like pure mm-hmm. evil type person. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, a, maybe they like, I felt made a, him little a little bit of a weird disconnect there. And it seems like they made a bunch of sequels to this and he just got, they just got like more goofy, goofier and goofier. Oh, I'm sure. But that's yeah. just kind of, that's another like that's hallmark goes, of any yeah. 80s slasher. Yeah, yeah, there just has to be a million of them for some reason. Uh-huh. The scene where Johnny Depp gets eaten by the bed was really cool. I know. I love that one. I had lots of fun with that one. 
Mm-hmm. But like that's, I mean, that kind of just goes to the thing that's like, if you fall asleep, you are dead. And he fell asleep and then just like, and he was dead. He was dead. <laughs> My like perception of it was that like that was gonna be one of like the early deaths and like one of the first ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I was mm-hmm. surprised when he stuck around and was like one of the main guys because I knew he was gonna kick the bucket because I that's like the, I know. The, like the big thing I seen for that. Um, it's oh, also and, so funny to me, like how not seriously he takes everything, <laughs> and, his, and his girlfriend and Nancy is like, "Please, for the love of God, just stay awake until midnight." And he like cannot do that. <laughs> it is so funny to me. Yeah, I mean, it's his own fault for like laying in bed listening to music. Right? He's just gonna like, fall asleep. On. Like, you know, we have all been through it. <laughs> not not with the risk of death looming over ourselves, but yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I give this movie eight out of ten because I appreciated what it did, even if I thought the execution was up and down. Certain things I thought this is awesome. Other things I thought this is a little too you know, whatever. <laughs> that whatever. yeah. I think that, that rating makes perfect sense. But I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm glad I saw it. And this was, was alright. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Well, I, I like watching when I watch more. I don't like watching horror movies. I'm not movies, to be honest. But like, as I watch more and more, it's fun to see like which genuinely like scared me and got to me, and which I'm like okay with. Because like it's it's mm-hmm. definitely like one way or the other. It's uh, it always they always fall on one side of the thing or not. Yeah, totally. It was just interesting to me. Yeah, that first scene, that first death was pretty freaky. It was um, pretty freaky. And it was But it it's was, all like nothing gets like scarier than that. Like it's all, like that to me is the scariest scene and it happens so early. Mm-hmm. Well that was the other thing is that it was interesting that it was kind of like in psycho that uh this one girl is her name Tina or is that something else? I don't know, the first girl anyways, but she uh was like kind of set up as the main character, you know, for the first 20 minutes, and then things take a turn for the worst. <laughs> Which is just an interesting concept of like introducing one person as the main character and then killing them off and then saying someone else is the main character. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's like an interesting thing that it, it it's fun to play with like the expectations I got. I'm a fan of that. Uh, all right. That was the movie. I think that's good for both movies. Let's see. Uh, would you recommend the Nightmare Alley to people? Totally. It was <laughs> so fun. It was so good. <laughs> and it's up on YouTube. Yeah, it's just pretty on YouTube. YouTube. And it's not even that long. Yeah, it's pretty short. I'm discovering more and more movies that are just like on YouTube. There's this four hour Japanese movie that I've been really wanting to watch. It's called Love Exposure. Uh, that's just on YouTube, so I'm gonna watch that at some point. You know, coming up, right. we'll see when I have the time to watch it. Because I don't, I don't want to break right. it. Up. I like, I like just kind of sitting there and watching the movie all the way through. So we'll see if I nice. have the time for that. But uh, yeah, if you want to see a awesome. movie, check and see if it's on YouTube for free. Because like, if you oh, look honestly. up a movie, if you look up a movie, it'll either be, it'll show up on YouTube like for to rent or to buy. Or else a lot of times it'll just show up 
on YouTube. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, I don't know why. Like I never, like I haven't really done that until recently. There's so many movies, and I'm just surprised they're just there. So. Yeah, thanks. That's what I would recommend. And also check out A Nightmare on Elm Street too. I guess. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> um, cool. Next week is wrap up, if I'm not mistaken. Which I've watched a I lot of movies this month, and I've read one book. Great. So I'll have one book nice. to talk about and a myriad of movies. I'm hoping I'll have two books to talk about. I don't know how many movies yet. Nice. Oh, another thing that I wanted to point out: I've started in on the year of rest and relaxation, and it's so mm-hmm. funny the different attitudes between that book and this movie. <laughs> and one of them really? is trying everything and not fall asleep. In the nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> and in the book, she just wants to sleep all the time. She's trying to always be asleep, you know. And you think that's so funny. The difference is funny because it's like the lengths that they go to. Oh, also, I want to point out the one time I laughed out loud in the nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> was when it's she's laying in bed pretending to be asleep. The mom comes in and mm-hmm. she's picking up all the things of coffee, and she leaves the room. And uh, is her name Nancy? Mm-hmm. She gets up and she pulls the coffee maker from under her bed. <laughs> that was so funny. I was so shocked and surprised. I thought that was hilarious because, like, her mom had just taken out like a big full coffee pot out of the room. Like, it was it was empty. Too. Like, it was like a thing. And it was like they have more than one coffee maker in their house, <laughs> and she just has it under her bed plugged in. And she's like, ah, I gotta chug this coffee. It's hilarious. That is so funny. I laughed out loud every time a chase scene began, like Freddy Krueger chasing a person, and then like the '80s like synth music starts mm-hmm. up so loud. I thought that was so funny. Mm-hmm. I like the score to it for the most part, but yeah, it was kind of like uh, I don't know. I hear I, I've heard the score to Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, and I really mm-hmm. like that music but i haven't seen that movie so i'll have to sometime i actually don't know if i've seen halloween either i need mm. to watch that soon i gotcha but like that's one that like soundtrack to that movie is like a like a vinyl collector kind of thing i don't know mm. if it's rare or what but it's just one that like i know because of the internet like a lot of people get okay um, yeah so i don't know it's, it's interesting but like that's like a pretty well-known like important score and i think if i'm not mistaken john carpenter did that music himself okay cool yeah i need to fact check that and look it up but i won't do it now i'm just going to publish the episode without checking it and then i can correct myself next week if i'm wrong okay sounds good (laughs) um yeah i just wanted to point that out because i thought it was hilarious the the coffee maker i had to mention it yeah (laughs) so funny Um, did you like nancy as a main character Yes and no. I thought I thought yes, definitely, but also like maybe not my favorite main character ever, you know. Sure, yeah. Uh she was all right. Thought she had a good head on her. She makes a good like final girl though, right? Yeah, no, I agree, but it did piss me off that no one believed her. Like I know. They were like, ah, silly, silly goose, just go to sleep. You'll feel better. It's like exactly clearly doesn't work. I don't know. Like I I really think that that's part of what adds to like the fear of this 
for me mm. and I'm sure for a lot of people is just like that the whole idea of like maybe I am crazy or like maybe I really yeah, do just need to yeah, sleep yeah. but I can't like it just that so much of this movie makes you as a viewer feel so trapped in what's going on and I like that you know that really gets to me I agree a hundred percent especially at the end when she they like lock her in her own house mm-hmm and it's just, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I think that is a good element, too. And what's mm-hmm. up with the mom? Her mom is an interesting yeah. character. I didn't really know what was going on with her. I know. I agree. I like how, like, detached she is. Like, that was scary to me without even understanding why, you know, because it's, you yeah, just want somebody to be that, on Nancy's side. Uh-huh. And it's also clear she that, like, just, the cause of this is rooted in terrible thing that they all did exactly exactly like at first you think that she's just like she's just so incompetent and she can't be a helper and that's like kind of scary in in and of itself but then you realize that it's probably like her addiction problems are probably so rooted in the trauma of what she did to somebody yeah and that just like really adds a whole other layer to this you know yeah that's kind of what i meant when i said i think that the story intertwines itself so well that's part of it. Right? That is, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Nightmare on cool. the Street. Nightmare Alley. A double feature. Watch night- them both. Of nightmarish tales. Two um, nine out of tens for me. Two eight out of ten for me. <laughs> I'm the, uh, the harsh judge here. <laughs> tell I mean business. Um <laughs> <laughs> um do you have an album to recommend yes and my album recommendation is kind of a revision on an album recommendation that i made in the recent past okay. so a couple weeks ago i recommended the ep a beginner's mind by sufian stevens and angelo de augustine mm-hmm. and um at the time that i recommended that i thought that that was all that they were going to put out together and I thought that that was like the complete work and it was so good. And that's why I recommended it. But oh. I was surprised to find out it became a whole album. <laughs> oh, gotcha. It's like no longer just an EP. They just put out a handful of the songs first. And now since then, the whole album has been released, a whole full length album. And it is still very good. It has a bunch of new songs on it that you should all go listen to. It's excellent. I still love it for all the same reasons that I said the first time. But now there's even more to love. There you go. How fun. Yeah, I know that like a lot of people do the thing where when they, they do the singles for an album, but each new mm-hmm. single they release has all the previous singles also on it. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it was a situation like that, but either way. I guess so. Dope. But either way, beginner's mind, now a full album. Excellent <laughs> work. <laughs> Excellent. Um, my album this week is by fan favorites, the Black Keys, America's Sweethearts. Um, <laughs> and this is like, also, I'm not sure if it's an EP or an album, but it's called Chulahoma. Yeah, I love Chulahoma. a collection of covers by a man named Junior Kimbrough. But the, the, the vibe just fits so well. Mm-hmm. Really do it justice and it's just my favorite and i think like over half of these songs are on my uh, 
my critically acclaimed fall playlist on Spotify called Tumbleweed Town. Which I love. I <laughs> strongly, strongly endorse Tumbleweed Town. One of my favorites. I was actually thinking about it for the daily merch for season eight that I do. I'm also going to release a Tumbleweed Town for sure. Uh, I will definitely buy that. I'm going to do some artwork for it because I can, because I still, I try to use my own, I do my own artwork for my playlist on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Like it's a gradual process and those ones Mm -hmm. are still like stock images. So I need to, my seasonal, Mm -hmm. so I got to switch them out. I'm going to start with the the original. It's the first one I made. And it is, I mean, like, I I don't want to be too, too modest because it is really good. (laughs) <laughs> i'm so proud of that playlist <laughs> it is so good i love that playlist and i love chulahoma the black keys are very good at choosing covers that they like know that they will do well like it yeah, really yeah. is like almost kind of a skill to know like what covers are really mm-hmm. going to be good for your sound and they have just mastered that skill yeah definitely, definitely. yeah but i love this album it's like just the whole vibe of it, like the, the artwork. And I think that's like a big element to it. It's what the album looks like. And not a, it is like, mm-hmm. but it's the vibe. It's the perfect vibe for where we are right now, where fall is just kind of getting started and getting into gear. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. So yeah, check out that album. Check out Tumbleweed Town. And also check out The Daily. My uh, playlist on Spock. Nice. Um, cool. And then while we're in the, the, the habit of plugging stuff, check out our Instagram, first of all, because I decided someone I've been talking to like lots of people that are here about it. And it's important to uh, get some uh, audience participation in. And we don't want to just mm-hmm. do that through Patreon, which is an option that I'll talk about in like half a second. But uh, on Instagram, I, I'm, I've been trying to do like some fun polls for each episode. So if you have anything that you want to talk to us about whatever specific movie we're watching or whatever we're talking about for the week, I'll put it up on Instagram and you can do it there and we'll answer all your questions until there's too many for us to answer, which may or may not happen at some point in the future. But until we get mm-hmm. to there, we will answer all your questions because we want it to be like kind of a back and forth give and take type thing with what we're doing here. And I think the easiest way to do that is through the Instagram for now. Um, and if you want to support us even more and uh, get some uh, monetary value in there, you can check out our Patreon where we do bonus or, uh, yeah, bonus episodes every month and extended episodes for each week uh, with the video. So you can see what we look like. Um, so give that a look if you'd like, but uh, we just love the support. It's really like one of those things where it's like cool to see that makes you feel like you're making an impact or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's uh, yeah. So do that. You can give us a rating on Apple podcast too. It'd be really cool. Um, just anything that you do to support us would be like really greatly appreciated because we're at the point where the, the, the listener base is growing a bit and we kind of want to, look into new avenues to see what else we can do with this podcast. And it's like kind of a, like a interesting pivotal moment. And, you know, anything that you do as a listener to show us that you're listening and you're engaged and you want to be more involved means the world to us. So, yeah. So thank you so much for listening. First of all. Yeah. We'll thank you, you everyone. Week. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch you next week for, um, 
the wrap up for September. Um, have a beer for me for my 21st. I know I'm having lots <laughs> for all of you and uh, have a great week. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye now. <laughs>